Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm also fine. Um, term started this week, so I'm back teaching, which is really nice. Yeah. And what did you do the last few weeks? Oh, well, I don't really know. It just was a blur, really. Yeah, same I, here. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, I liked not doing any Zoom meetings. That mm. was very nice. And we had a nice Christmas and birth, my birthday, and watched lots of films and just looked at books and had a nice time. How about you? Yeah, it was pretty similar. Um, we didn't watch that many films, but I did manage to do some reading. I thought I'd lost the ability to read a book, but it seems to have come back. Well, that's a relief. Yeah, that's a big relief. But Leah, like you, lots of sleeping, not doing very much, which was nice. For a while, the pools were still open, so we went quite oh, swimming quite good. a bit. But it was it was borderline. It was so cold. So, oh really? Yeah, yeah. It was because because they have to curtail. You know how long you're in the shower. You don't really get that Oh, of warm. course, you can't sort of warm yourself yeah, back up. Yeah, and then you have to still cycle back through the cold, so that's... that's oh, been, my God. Yeah, it's been Did quite hard. Freeze? Yeah, no, I, I put a hat on, but it's not very nice having a hat on your cold. No, no. Yeah, on your wet yucky. hair. So, yeah, but it was still good. It was still good. Um, good. And then recently, the last week, I've spent on and off looking at leg warmers online leg warmers kids from fame throwback i know um i don't think i think i wanted some at that period and i was i've been thinking about it and i think i only had some mint green t-shirt material ones i don't think i ever really went as far as getting some i had pale pink ones well that's really what one should have yeah and i mean if you're gonna have yeah and did did they have i don't know how to say that stirrups is that how you say it no they were just like tubes of ribbed knit Mm. yeah yeah i loved them i thought they were super because i was really into kids from fame Oh, I I don't actually know Kids from Fame. I only know I saw Fame and I I yeah when it came out and I absolutely loved it. I think I saw it twice. I saw that, but but also the it's, TV series. Mm, Maybe it wasn't on in Germany. Maybe, but it was huge here. Mm. And so I you know I had my leg warmers in homage. So I've been looking at a lot of dance web sites oh that's nice yeah otherwise they don't seem to be so fashionable at the moment haha surprise yeah you would think they would be all the 80s things yeah they're actually quite nice to wear exactly you either you either get if you look for wool ones a lot of them are sort of uh, patterned and sort of self-knit, which I it's not. I have nothing against that, but that's not what no. I wanted. No. Um, and then the other ones are all not in the most amazing materials. Or then you get the other end, which is cashmere, but then they come in lovely colours, but a bit boring, which is not, I yeah. think, what leg warmers are about. Because what's your goal? What would be your fantasy leg so warmer? So my fantasy leg warmer, I think, would be quite, a bright color mm. but in a decent material 
So yes. I didn't, I haven't quite achieved finding that. So I'm now, I've gone for, I've actually bought three. <laughs> I've oh now gone for two brightish ones. Uh, one is sort of even fluorescent apparently, so it might be a total disaster. Wow. And then one just black actually, one a bit boring. Oh no, gray. So you're going I to have a, like a wardrobe. I guess I could wear them all at the same time, couldn't I? Oh my God, <laughs> this could get insane. The reason, yeah, you could, if that's what yeah. you want, and it will make you happy, you can. Yeah. The, wow. The reason I've ordered them is I bought two dresses and neither of them I've ever worn. And I keep thinking oh, I'd quite like to wear them, but I think that my yes. legs will be cold. So. Well, I what I'm doing to be able to wear dresses is, of course, my heat tech. Because, yeah. you know, I live mm. in my heat tech. So I've got extra warm heat tech tights and extra warm heat tech leggings ah. and I wear one over the other ah. <laughs> so, okay. so. and if I'm really cold then I put my cashmere socks on as well oh, okay so it's just a multi-layer of, yeah. of heat techers so, to keep me warm so I'll see how I get on with with them I think they're coming at the weekend I'm excited yeah. about, are they coming the weekend yes oh la la mm. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna need to see pictures of yeah, all of this yeah, and styled will. with your dresses and Yeah, yeah, you will. That's very good. Because mm. I just think of Debbie Allen and you know, fame costs and right here's where you start. Oh yeah. Mm. Which is one of my favourite things to say. <laughs> just inserting usually it's dress history costs and right here's where you start paying. Oh, that's so good. That's so you good. Know, I would like that written in my office somewhere prominent. Oh yeah. We could even have some t-shirts or something oh t-shirts oh, mm. and also uh, along the side of a black wing pencil that would be good it's that a bit long though maybe do you think well it would be all right at the beginning at before the beginning. you started <laughs> yeah. opening and then i guess one has to think about what it says then after a few weeks <laughs> hmm yeah, we'd we'd have to think it through. We're just we're just you know because we've got some business ideas going here. Yeah, I mean clearly there's a gap in the market for some really nice leg warmers. Yeah, yeah, there and is. And then there's our mm. dress history costs and right here's where you start paying. <laughs> just entire empire of of goods of that merch. We can yeah. yeah, yeah, merch. Mm. That would be really good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so good. Oh, and I know what I wanted to tell you. Adrian bought me the DVD of Princess Tam Tam for my birthday because oh, wow. you can't find it anywhere online. It's so good. Oh, oh wow. my god. Because having having seen that talk on Josephine mm. Baker, I was just desperate to see the whole film because I've only ever seen like a couple of me tiny too. clips mm. from it. I'll have to. I'll send you the DVD because it's so brilliant you have to watch it is that the one where she's in a club at one point and she hears the music yes. and can't help herself yes. yeah that's one of i think that's the only scene i've seen really yes i'd seen that and then there's another bit where she's on a boat um just being rowed around singing that's mm. very beautiful but no the whole thing is amazing because i hadn't realized that it's like a pygmalion story oh okay so it's, mm. which is super i mean already pygmalion is offensive on yes. so many levels. Mm. I mean, I love my fair lady, mm. but yeah, classism, people, classism, mm. it's real and it's very, very damaging. So we have that and we have... So she's this... Um, I don't even know what you'd call her. 
she's just someone who kind of lives on the streets in Morocco. And then she's picked up by this novelist and his ghostwriter. And then they decide that they're going to write a book based on her transformation, which, of course, they are in complete control and charge of. Mm. So they they kind of, you know, they teach her. You, I mean, the same as My Fair Lady. They get her all dressed up in Western clothes, in inverted commas, and to talk and behave particular ways. And weirdly, there is also a, an at-the-races scene. Oh, really? I don't know if that's obligatory mm. in Pygmalion's <laughs> stories that there's a point where you go to the races and your charge becomes overexcited in a way that mm. you know, repressed people did not enjoy. I don't know. Anyway, so she goes from wearing, well, it's almost like a kind of classical robe come Celtic robe. I don't really know what it's meant to be, but it's like a sort of dress that's held together with a brooch. Oh, okay. And that's meant to be native Moroccan. Yes. Okay. And she already has her amazing hair, not quite as groomed. And then, yeah, then she's in Paris. And yes, the scene you're referring to is incredible. And it's a real example of what the talk we were we, mm. we watched what they were saying in that, that she's so incredible and her moves are so incredible that she completely transcends the incredibly racist yeah. point that, that is being mm. made in the film. So she, it's that the jealous wife of the novelist sets her up that they'll start playing supposedly African beats, which are a bit more Brazilian, but it's a mix, and that she can't resist. They like get her drunk and encourage oh, yes. her mm-hmm. so that she climbs down this sort of amazing stage setup that's like one of those cake stands with layers stripping off her bias cut madeleine vionet-esque dress and then fortunately underneath she's got like a black sheer kind of negligee that's got gaps in it to, mm-hmm. that she then starts doing this brilliant just super expressive amazing dancing and of course, everyone loves it, so it backfires on the novelist's evil wife. But I won't tell you the twist. Okay. Oh, and there's a brilliant bit where she goes out with his manservant. There's so many bad things in this that it's... Yeah. But they go to this sailor's club where there's, there's um, like, black musicians in there playing. And it's amazing. Like, she does this really fantastic... I don't know what you'd call it, kind of a mix between sort of jazz, modern dance, like really, really vigorous, really amazing. And it's amazing seeing someone doing sort of really vigorous dancing. Like you can see she's really sweating. Mm. It's like she's really moving in a little bias cut sort of day dress. And it's weird though, because they pan away from her and you see the reactions of all the people in the club. So it's kind of strange the way it's filmed, but it's really energetic and amazing. So and I must send it to yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, no, so, I think so I'll cool. I'll try and get it myself. I yeah, really get want to have it. Yeah. It's, mm. it's just, and I really loved it. Is there a scene either and or is there a scene where she is transformed and she suddenly she appears and people gasp and and or is there a scene where they go clothes shopping or having getting clothes for her or how does that work um um, i can't remember i think it's because i watched it Mm. a month and a half ago um it's i don't think so i don't think the clothes are made quite such a thing of it's more how she 
kind of conducts herself. Okay. Mm. Like there's definitely bits where she's yeah, there is a bit where she's getting dressed in the sort of transformed clothing. And then there's there's lots of it's kind of it's interesting because his manservant from Morocco, who's supposed to be Moroccan and supposed to be black, is someone in blackface. It's mm. obviously super offensive. But that said, it does mean she has a friend in it who she can talk she talks about some of these things yeah. with him that she doesn't like it and it's it's difficult for her and then you know they like go to this club for her to have an escape from having to be this other kind of woman mm. and there's also the novelist's wife is having an affair with a maharaja in paris <laughs> who for some reason has an entirely kind of buddhist and chinese looking apartment but that's beside the point and there's this amazing bit where he shows her out of the window and says you know you can look to the west and shows her sort of parisians being parisian or you can i have these two windows in my house and you can look out that way and you can be with them and be like them and then you kind of enter their world or you can look out the eastern window and you know you dream of of your home and mm. and and he's sort of helping her escape from it and is like an ally so it's it's you know it it's made within a racist patriarchal structure it expresses that but there are kind of seeds of a critique of that but then even more so her being and her way of expressing herself through her body and through her acting and through her singing i think kind of fractures mm the the kind of position she's being put in by this the, by the narrative yeah and it was also making me laugh because it it really reminded me as well one I can't remember which of the women in the um in the talk we saw said it but one of them said about how in her three films she's always sort of supposedly in love with this really mediocre yeah. man and he's so he's, oh, really? he's just he's just kind of blah mm. and you think Josephine Baker would not be no. dallying with such foolishness. And yes, if you get the DVD, it has really good extras of, you know, like dance historians and theatre writers talking about her performances. It's really interesting. Oh, good. Yeah, it's definitely worth buying. Mm, that sounds very good. I will I'll yeah. get on to that. Yeah, I really liked it. Oh, and the other thing I watched, which I loved, was the Steve McQueen small acts, the five films. That oh, he did I still TV. haven't watched those. I hope they're still available. Oh, I think they are. They're on the iPlayer. Mm. They're so good. We watched them with Adrian's projector, so they were like up on the wall, which was really extra good. Oh, that's uh, marvellous. I don't know much about them i just know they're set in the past is that right they're set between the 60s and the 80s and like each one is a discrete story but they're obviously thematically linked in that they're all about the experiences of black britishness and about the way that kind of first and second generation african caribbean immigrants were treated like the appalling racism, mm. violence and oppression of the wider British culture, but then also kind of sense of community or change 
overcome that even if it's limited and even if you get kind of knocked back so there's like one called mangrove which is about this restaurant in notting hill that became this real focus of the community but then the police kept raiding it and like and like attacking it's the people who owned it but also the its patrons and then there's this court case the mangrove nine where yeah well i won't spoiling you okay. can read about mm. it but it's it's very very fascinating because you see the people setting it up the owners setting it up and what it means within the community and then this just daily onslaught of police mm. violence and then the court case is really fascinating as well and then the, the one that I really liked I mean, I liked all of them. I think they're amazing. There's like another one which, and all of them are rooted in fact. Mm. So, and then there's one red, white, and blue, which is about a policeman. So kind of his father is beaten up by the police, but then he becomes a policeman and then his sort of journey with that. Mm. And then Alex Wheatle, and then there's education. So it's like it looks at different kind of facets Mm. of... Of, of experience and kind of showing the different ways that sort of hybrid culture where there's the sort of strong Caribbean influences but then also in the context of Britishness and the Alex Wheatle one has, is set like one of the people in it becomes a DJ and is in Brixton so it was really fascinating because we saw some of the filming without knowing that was what oh. it was because it's all like around where I live mm. so it's you know that amazing record shop on acre lane yes mm. that's in it and the i'm and the man who owns it is in it oh wow and like that there's yeah there's like various bits where you think oh that's up the road mm. um so that i liked for that but also just just it's really brilliant that that shop's still there yeah Do you know what i mean that that there's this resilience but the one i wanted to tell you about most and like i want you to watch all of them mm. this is your homework okay okay but the one I just, oh, was just mind-blowing is Lover's Rock. Because the others are really, really excellent kind of documentary-style fictionalized truth, if you see what I mean. Mm. And they're really brilliant in the recreation of the period. Like, it's not in any way overwhelming. It's very realistic. And the way it's filmed is very realistic of the TV filming in that time. Oh, okay. And I think it's really well observed and you have like details of the time and kind of British culture at the time, but also of of Caribbean life and kind of lovely recreations of interiors, of like domestic interiors, I think. Very kind of sensitively done. And as I say, like not in your face, you're not looking at those details. Do you know what I mean? You're aware of it, but you're not. a period drama thing. Exactly. Mm. But Lover's Rock is the most kind of aesthetic one I guess you can say in terms of the way it's filmed and it's about like a a house party so because the police were shutting down more and more black clubs these house parties became really really popular and important and you see it right from like the women in the kitchen singing this amazing song silly games that's in a really high register voice while they cook the food to sell at the party and you see the MCs come in and setting up the sound system in the living room and them carrying out the um, sofas to put in the garden and it's really brilliant and 
the scene, I think it's the most amazingly evocative dance party scene ever. Like, you really feel like the camera work is amazing. It's like, I don't know how you would do it, but it's like handheld camera work as they're dancing. So you're kind of weaving between the dancers, so you almost feel like you're in it. Mm. And it was really reminding me of, like, what Laura Marks writes about in terms of the tactile screen and, like, film as a tactile experience and, and kind of the embodied experience of looking. And it really, it's like a sort of beautiful case study of that because there isn't much of a story. It's more the experience mm. and the feeling of the music and the rhythm and the body is two girls are going to the party and one of them's like a church girl so she has to sneak out and I love it that she sort of takes off her trench coat and it's so like the look of this style and this period is so chic you know these kind of trench coats and then the girls have got these sort of really light I'm sure they're like some kind of acrylic kind of jewel tone dresses some of them with a fleck of like gold lame and but just but not like overwhelming mm. so they're really quite low key it's really like the kind of stuff the group chic would wear do you know what I mean oh yeah mm. and 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 it was reminding me like John Gotto's have you seen his series Lovers Rock of photographs from 1977 no there's this we saw them when um I took the students to autograph um, oh, I think I have seen. Yeah, ago. no, I think yeah, I have and they, seen them. Yeah, they got the mm. box out mm. of these prints yeah. for us to mm. go through, and it, they're so brilliant. I think it's a like a youth club in U- Lewisham, and he photographed them all, and they're all like fans of Lovers Rock. Mm. And Carol Tullock's written about this. I saw her commenting in the Guardian on the film that it's what she calls quiet resistance, which I think is such a beautiful idea. Of it's not. It's almost like it's atmospheric resistance through the power of being incredibly well put together and mm. incredibly well dressed, that it's resisting negative, you know, agendas and negative judgments on, on black people. So it the scenes obviously it's nighttime and it's lit quite interestingly because they're in someone's living room, supposedly. But the way they the bodies move and these kind of deep rich color tones of the dresses with these flecks of gold it's so amazingly tactile and it's so it so evokes how it feels to wear that kind of clothing you know that's kind of Mm. slightly fluid and then the men have got really interesting clothes on because you have a mix of kind of raster elements which include kind of you know like army surplus Mm. but then also lots of long like great coats, oh, like okay. lighter material. Mm. They're like fashion items. They're not actual great coats, but with those big lapels and revers, and then shirts with like interesting, kind of quite graphic but quite small prints on them, or like skinny knits with big collars and contrasting trim on the edge of the collars. Oh, it must have um, like been really so much great fun to do the uh, clothes. It really must. Mm. It must have been. Yeah, the hang on, I wrote down the name of the costume designer somewhere because her work is so interesting. Jacqueline, Jacqueline Duran. Mm-hmm. So, so good. And as I say, like, the cinematography is amazing and the camera work. And like the, one of the MCs has a light bulb, just like a light bulb on the wire. 
you know what I mean, like oh, the yeah. cable mm. that they hang, wrapped around his neck, so he's got a <laughs> light bulb under his chin behind the decks. And there's like these two amazing, amazing scenes where one is where they're playing the song Silly Games, which the women had been singing in the kitchen. And then it's as though time slows down slightly and they start singing it without the music. So, And there's like one woman in there who's really hitting all the notes. So they're still dancing and moving. So you can hear them moving in mm. their feet, but they're also singing together. So this amazing sense of kind of the euphoria of being together, together. in that kind of environment. Mm. And then there's another bit where I think it's all or nearly all men dancing to Kunta Kinti um, dub. And like this amazing bass line and that it's like they're kind of dropping to the floor and moving and it's and you know like one rips his shirt off and I think it's just it's so atmospheric it's so evocative I think the you know the hairstyles of them are amazing like the girls have these brilliant sort of you know that like smooth down and then flick up curl at oh the yeah mm. and then like um afros but yeah quite small afros mm. and like dreads really amazing and it's so brilliantly done and it's a really interesting kind of visual longer in the body of the five films mm. and it still it still has darker moments in it you know you still have like white youths in the street harassing some of the party goers you have this young Rasta who comes in who's who's clearly got kind of issues and problems who's related to one of the girls and there's like a sort of averted sexual assault so there's kind of really dark elements in mm. it that are kind of not letting you forget yeah and and there's this beautiful sorry I'm telling you the whole story on <laughs> that's this, I just loved it so much. you know how this much I like one. that but I know you do like that, so it's okay. I can do that with you. But then the the last point I want to make is is there's this really kind of sobering bit at the end. It's like really romantic that the girl who sort of escaped out of her bedroom window to come meets this man, and they they sort of you know they're falling in love, and it's all very romantic. And they they he puts on his front handlebars of his bike, bike. and like they're cycling to his work. He works in a garage, so they're like in the garage together, and it's all really lovely. But then his white boss comes in and calls him boy, and it like he's young, mm. and but he also you see like code switching because he switches to like a London accent mm. when he speaks to his white boss rather than you know having his his Caribbean accent, mm. and it's I think it's really deep and it's really I think it's deep because it you feel it in your body mm. and it's deep because of the tactile connections but also in the body of as i say the whole five films it lulls you into you know party party but then it makes you understand even then black people in britain there's this need to kind of surveil constantly yourself yes. and what's going on around you because there's it can flip any minute and mm. so I just thought it was brilliant and please watch it it sounds amazing it sounds amazing yeah. and I will watch it so. and I'm going to send you a link to the John Gotto photographs as well because okay. they're really mm. so so wonderful great yes. I think we so, should we should end here. I've got my I've got my homework. You've given all... you've got your homework, and then you must look at the Wales Bonner Lovers Rock collection as well. Okay, 
Okay, so that's that's a multi-layered that's, homework that's for you. That's me today, darling. Are you, are, are you glad that I've started the new year as bossy as ever? I'm, I'm very glad. I was I was worried you might might lose the bossiness, but it's good. Oh, no. It's if anything, back. It's, it's grown. Okay. You know. Yeah, great. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.